My name is Dr. Tram Jones, and since 2019, my wife and I have been living in Haiti. This is the story of our life there and the patients we've seen. Voodoo. For Americans, the word has almost lost its meaning as a religion in Haiti, and it has become more of an adjective for witchcraft and the supernatural. It conjures up images of voodoo dolls, shadowy figures piercing figurines with pins in the middle of the night to inflict pain upon their enemies. When we hear this, we might think of zombies, New Orleans, or animal sacrifice. Still, few of us actually know what Haitian voodoo is. Today, let's unpack the basics of Haiti's most prevalent religion. I am a Christian, not a practitioner of voodoo. Now, this might be obvious to say, but as I talk, recognize that I'm not an expert. I'm an outsider. I've read books by voodoo priestesses, and I've spent a lot of time talking with my friends in Haiti. But still, take everything I say with a grain of salt. I know my Haitian friends would appreciate me saying that. Either way, let's begin with a little bit of history. The foundation of voodoo began in Western Africa, near modern-day Benin. As Haiti, all the way on the other side of the world, became a colony of France, the French looked around for labor to work their fields of sugarcane as the natives to the island had nearly died out. Thus began the slave trade. Slaves were sourced mainly from Western Africa and sent to the Caribbean islands. Once slaves landed in Haiti, the colonial government, in conjunction with the Catholic Church, outlawed non-Christian beliefs and encouraged slave masters to baptize all their slaves. Now, the masters only followed this advice occasionally. After all, religion could distract from forced labor, and slaves, if they met together at a church service, would have a chance to plot a revolution. However, voodoo was strictly forbidden. And when something is forbidden, it often takes off. Voodoo, much like the Haitian Creole language, is a mixture of many beliefs all taken together. They took parts from the Catholicism of the French, some from the native Indians already in Haiti, and much from African roots. These all came together into a melting pot religion. And then, after the Haitian Revolution, the Roman Catholic Church left Haiti for 60 years. In this void, Haitian voodoo grew to become the predominant religion in Haiti. But what is the basic structure of Haitian voodoo? As we seek to answer this question, it's crucial to recognize that voodoo is a diverse religion. There is no written text like the Bible that all adherents look to. By nature, this of course means that every village or region of Haiti will have a different flavor. In Christianity, of course you have varying denominations, but everyone is using the same text, so there's a limit to the differences that can occur. It only comes down to the interpretation of that text. In voodoo, however, there's no definitive canon to point to. Often, I'll be bumping down the road with a gaggle of my Haitian colleagues, and I'll be asking questions about Haitian culture. I might inquire, for instance, what do those amulets mean that the children are wearing? I'll receive a confident answer that parents put amulets of wood on their children because trees have spirits, and this will protect the child. But just as quickly as I receive this self-assured answer, someone else will pipe up and say that they are just objects that are imbued with powers from a witch doctor. And the second person will sound just as confident as the first. And this brings me to a point. If you have a dozen Haitians from a dozen villages, you'll often get a dozen different answers. As we try to understand the basics of voodoo, let's just focus on a few important words. There are some tenets that seem universal. We can start with the Creole words mambo, unge, bandier, and loi. I know hearing a bunch of words in another language just passes over the head, but let's keep it simple. An elementary understanding of voodoo is that the supreme being is known as bandier. 
Confusingly, though, this is the same word that Haitian Christians use for God. In the voodoo belief system, he's somewhat disinterested and thus most interaction with the spirit world is through lua. Lua are spirits, many from people who have died. There are believed to be thousands, maybe tens of thousands of lua. These spirits are divided up into different nations or divisions. You have some that represent Africans, some that represent native Indians, some that represent Haitians after the revolution, and even others that have connections to Catholic saints. There are lois that are calm, and there are lois that are unpredictable. As an aside, in Haiti, rarely do people call the religion voodoo. More often, an adherent might say that they sevi loi, or serve the spirits. A non-voodoo Christian Haitian might say that these people sevi job, or serve the devil. It kind of depends on who you ask, but rarely is the word voodoo used. The people who guide the religion are called ungans for males or mambos for women. As you travel throughout the countryside in Haiti, you can recognize the homes of ungans and mambos. They frequently fly flags over their houses, displaying which sect of spirits they represent. For example, in the villages in which we work, you'll often see a Haitian flag turned on the side, representing a particular type of loa that is worshipped at that house. Many voodooisants believe that they will go to heaven after their death, and when they mean heaven, they use the word Guinea, the Creole phrase referring to the modern-day country of Guinea in West Africa. As you dig deeper into Haitian culture, you can see the influence of history. This reference to Africa as heaven harkens back to the slave trade. Africans taken from their villages and worked to death on plantations longed to return to their homeland. Voodoo is a religion that might be said to be more about practice than belief. There are both set ceremonies throughout the year and impromptu ceremonies or dances. Devotees will come together and commune with the loa. Now this could take the shape of loa possessing an attendee. The possessed person will be the one physically moving, but it's believed that the spirit has control of his body. They may perform tricks or magic. They may dance wildly. Food can be presented to the possessed person and thus the loa is fed. Eventually, the loa will leave the body after it's enjoyed its time. Now, let's address some of the more lurid details of voodoo, both true and false. First, voodoo dolls are not a thing in Haiti. Maybe they're part of Louisiana voodoo, but it isn't Haitian. It's probably more of a trope from cheap horror movies. Second, voodoo does involve sacrifice. Incidentally, Haiti is not a great place to be a vegetarian. Whether voodoo or not, meat is an integral part of the Haitian diet. My wife, who wavers kind of on the borderline of vegetarianism, finds her vegetarian tendencies more and more enforced living in Haiti. When there is a live chicken in your kitchen in the morning, and you're having chicken legs in the evening, it all seems very real. And so yes, animals are sacrificed in Haitian voodoo. The food is then left out for the loa or consumed by a person possessed by a loa. And I know, perhaps this sounds barbaric, but we should remember, whether we're Christian or Jewish, that animal sacrifice was a large part of the Old Testament. When living with people who have different beliefs or culture, I find it's best to find similarities rather than to think that the practices are fundamentally different. It brings understanding. Third is zombies. And this is a big subject, maybe requiring a full podcast episode in and of itself. Zombies have become so mainstream in America that we might not know where the idea came from. The idea comes directly from Haiti. Early in the 1920s, a journalist traveled to Haiti and reported that citizens all believed in the concept of a zombie, a person who had died and then was reanimated without a soul. 
This was then popularized and Hollywoodized in America. Thus, you might think, this was probably an ancient belief in Haiti, and maybe it died out, and you would be wrong. Dead wrong. In my off-the-cuff, unscientific estimation, 98% of Haitians believe in zombies. Doctors, nurses, villagers. All except the most Americanized Haitians. The general idea is that a person dies. He is then raised again, not usually by a Haitian witch doctor like a Ungan or a Mambo, but by an evil practitioner of magic. An alternate belief that you sometimes encounter is that the person never actually died, but was given a poison that made them appear dead. Either way, the person is raised again and works as a slave for the evil practitioner. The belief in zombies is widespread. If you're in a car full of Haitians and ask if anyone's seen a zombie, usually at least one person will raise their hand. They're described as people who are working, but will barely be able to respond to another person. They might be seen in a graveyard. Others will chime in that they know people who use them to do work around their house. It's an accepted part of life. Many Haitians practice both voodoo and Catholicism, and they find no contradiction or problem in this. There's an old saying that Haiti is 70% Catholic, 30% Protestant, and 100% voodoo. The basic idea is true. Many Haitians go to church and attend voodoo ceremonies at night. However, I think we must make a distinction here. If you're asking what percentage of Haitians believe in the power of spirits or magic, it nears 100%. For example, when a person dies unexpectedly, they might believe that an evil spirit had been sent to kill the person. They almost certainly believe in zombies and traditional healing practices. But this doesn't necessarily mean that they worship the spirits. There's a difference. They might believe that these spirits are just the work of the devil. And so, when you're in Haiti and someone talks about magic or is afraid of spirits or says that they've seen a zombie, don't just assume that they serve the spirits. It's more complicated and nuanced than that. Voodoo is a fascinating subject. And the more you learn, the more intriguing it becomes. For those of us who love Haiti, it is necessary to understand at least the very basics of voodoo. Without it, it's hard to understand the country. Like the Creole language and Haitian culture in general, voodoo is the result of centuries of mixing by people from all over the globe coming to, or being forced onto, this one little island in the Caribbean. For those who will never visit Haiti, no problem. But take this as an example to understand that there's usually a rich history behind even the most Hollywood ideas, be that zombies or voodoo or anything else. And maybe you're a Christian, but if you are spending time with a people, you honor them by taking the time to understand them and their perspective. People are always more interesting and compelling than you imagine at first glance. Thank you for listening. Every Wednesday morning, we publish a new narrative from life here. We are simply telling stories as we have seen them in Haiti. But Haiti is a fascinating country with a rich history, and there are many Haitian voices that can tell the story of Haiti in all its facets, and we encourage you to seek them out. As we made this episode, some names may have been changed to protect confidentiality. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends or give us a rating wherever you find your podcasts. To learn more about the work of Light from Light in Haiti or to get involved, visit us on the web at lightfromlight.me. Thank you and God bless.